Hey, welcome to this special bonus episode of the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl Eagley Jasper. Oh God, I quit. <laughs> this is your. You can have. You can have the IP. I quit. <laughs> wow. Wow, that was bad. Even for you, that was bad. I mean, that. I mean. Yeah, that was that was okay. So we're talking about Peacemaker. If you didn't figure that out, um, <laughs> yeah. So the HBO Max uh, original series Peacemaker dropped uh, the first three episodes on January thirteenth. So what was that? That was about a week ago. Uh, yeah. So if you're listening to this today on the twentieth, it's uh, that was a week ago. We 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 have not watched the fourth episode yet. Um, Daryl is probably going to watch the fourth episode. Spoiler alert: I'm probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that should tell you enough of anyway, about what what's going on here. So as as I will say this: I would watch the fourth episode of this before I would watch the fourth episode of Book of Boba Fett, which came out today. Yeah, which I have not watched. I, I haven't actually. I have not watched it either. So. I mean, I'll watch it, but I, the impetus to watch that is kind of like, no. So when I get really bored, I might watch it. So, Uh, yeah, I think I might just wait until it's all done and and do it that way. But anyway, we are talking about Peacemaker, um, starring John Cena, which is really weird. It says it's starring John Cena, but he's nowhere to be found. I do not see him anywhere on the screen. I know. It's crazy. Crazy. Um, no, uh, John John Cena has uh, reprised his role as Christopher Smith, the peacemaker. He'll bring bring peace at any cost. <laughs> um, he was he was a great he was great in the Suicide Squad, right? Like he was he was fun in the movie. Um, I like John Cena. I, I'm I'm not I'm not one of yeah, those wrestling fan. fans who are like, oh, John Cena. Yeah. Um. You know, I liked him. I mean, what what he did and what he did for the kids and stuff—that was it was great. That's what he needed to be. Did I want him to turn heel? Sure. Um, is this probably what we would have got from WWE if he was heel? One hundred percent. So <laughs> he's a bad guy trying to be a good guy. Um, and then the, it, this is created and, and showrun and everything by James Gunn and. Uh, so yeah, so it stars John Cena, Danielle Brooks, Freddie Stroma, uh, Chiguati, Luigi. Yeah. I'm- okay. Uh, Jennifer Holland, Steve Agee, who I love, uh, and Robert Patrick, uh, who I also really enjoy. And the uh, the theme song is called "Do You Want to Taste It" by Wigwam, and. Let's start with the with the opening. It's this ridiculous dance number. And uh, it's funny because after I watched the first episode, I was reading about like, oh, yeah, they did this dance number because James Gunn wanted to make something that nobody would skip. I skipped it. I 100% skipped it as soon as it started. <laughs> like, I didn't even know that's what they were going for. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I've, I haven't gone back to watch it. It just looked really dumb. Um, it, it's it's dumb. The yeah. song is catchy though. Yeah, I I, I hear my, I, I I hear myself sometimes just like. Do you wanna, wanna, do you wanna, oh really? Yeah. Really interesting. Uh, <laughs> that was very interesting, Daryl. Uh, 
Do you have your glasses on? Are you writing on a notepad right now? I, I, I am not. I'm just in a really good mood tonight, <laughs> which is is a great change of pace from the last three episodes we recorded. So, uh, anywho. Yeah, so, I mean, like, they had these opening credits. Um, I'm probably going to go back and watch it at some point. But I did hear a little bit of the song, and I liked it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to diss you no, too I mean, much it's for absolutely, that. It's, it's absolutely stupid. It's mm-hmm. kind of funny, but at the same time, it's... It, it goes on a little too long. Sure. Uh, again, that is going to be the central theme in my thoughts on Peacemaker about things going too long. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. So yeah. Okay. So every episode is written by James Gunn. He directs one, two, three, four. He directs five of the eight episodes. The other episodes being directed by Brad Anderson, uh, Rosemary Rodriguez, and Jody Hill of the. Um, Eastbound and Down and um, uh, Foot Fist Way, um, the Gemstones, the Righteous Gemstones, oh, and righteous um, gemstones. Principal, Vice Principals. Um, so Jody Hill. like Actually, Jody Hill is the fourth episode director, so I might actually watch that one because I'm a big fan of Jody Hill. He's pretty awesome. Um, I don't know who Rosemary Rodriguez is. Let's see. She directed the 2015 film... Silver Skies. Okay. Starring George Hamilton. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Fine. Who cares? Uh, Brad Anderson is... Oh, he did The Machinist, um, starring Christian Bale, and the horror film Session 9 and The Call in 2013 with Halle Berry. So, all right. I I like Session 9, too. I mean, I haven't seen it in 10 years, but from what I remember, I thought it was pretty pretty good. The Psychological Horror Film Session 9. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, uh, what was I going to say? Okay. John's, I like John Cena. I like John Cena in this. The only problem is, is he is, uh, trying to be like a hero. Cause I think he thinks he's a hero, right? Peacemaker thinks he's a hero. Um, but as James Gunn describes him, he's a piece of shit. Um, he's, <laughs> he's a piece of shit in the superhero, supervillain, the, uh, and, Superhero, supervillain, world's biggest douchebag. That's what James Gunn calls him. He says uh, he did not want the series to remove Peacemaker's worst qualities, but attempt to explain some of them by exploring his relationship with his father. All right, I get it. Um, if you remember, he killed Rick Flag, um, and at the end of Suicide Squad, and when he killed Flag, Flag said to him, "Peacemaker, what a joke!" As he then, you know poorly acted out dying because joel kinman yeah uh, <laughs> um and it's it says here it's gonna have a big impact on on chris smith peacemaker throughout the series uh and then we have uh danielle brooks who is uh turns out to be amanda waller's daughter spoilers um yeah she was on orange is the new black as uh, I think Tasty was her name. Yeah, Tasty on Orange is the New Black. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She was my favorite character on Orange is the New, is the New Black. So I'm kind of, well, I did not finish the series. I, I watched like the first three, three or four seasons, maybe three. Um, Tasty was my favorite character. So I was really excited to see her. And I actually like her in this. I, I think she plays a really interesting, conflicted, like kind of babe in the woods type character. Um, and, you know, she's new to DC. Like Amanda Waller never had a daughter in the comics or anything like that uh then we have F- freddie stroma as adrian chase slash vigilante um 
you had thoughts on him. Yes, the Adrian Chase and well, one, I get what they're trying to do the the buddy buddy thing with Peacemaker and Vigilante, and I actually like the dynamic of those two. With that being said, I do not like the play for laughs version of Vigilante that we're getting right here. Not well, not one bit. No. Uh, so it it's Adrian Chase, and I forget the actor who played him on Arrow. I really liked how they did that vigilante storyline for the most part. This is, and again, I, I know this is James Gunn. I know what James Gunn likes to do. I love the first Guardians. It's one of my favorite MCU films. It, it absolutely is in my top five mm-hmm. or top six. Can't remember which one. It kind of fluctuates. It's 1A for me. But what I said about going too long, and I, and I told you this, after I got done with these first three episodes, I sent Brian a text. I said, this is this is like one of those shows or one of those properties where it would have behooved who somebody to say, James Gunn, stop. We get to use my favorite word. Restraint. There is none in this show. Zero. And the, the runtime is between like 39 to 46 minutes. There is no reason the runtime for any one of these episodes should have been over 23 minutes. In that regard, for this type of show, you're 100% correct. Because it, it's just, because there's no, sorry, there's no tightness to the scripts, right? It meanders yes. a lot. Uh, like in there's the, too much dead oh, yeah. space. When, yep. I, when I say dead air, like not dead air in the sense of that dead air. I'm talking about where a joke or a comment continues to get to get, keep going. So something that should take 10 seconds takes 40 seconds. In yeah. the sense of a oh, yeah. joke uh, that, that gets a laugh, he, he, you have to c- c- peel these things back. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, one of the things that we were mentioning in the expanse is in the expanse finale is how even in that tightness of what they had to do in the in you know in that last episode, they gave things a chance to breathe. This is an example of over oxygenating an idea, where it's it's just like pullback there are several like there's a couple examples of like the whole butt baby joke um, right like the thing with vigilante when he was being tortured uh and out girlfriend sending her picture of uh, you know a yeah. naughty picture anything with and judo master in the on. third episode the judo master oh stuff was yeah yes and again this is kind of one of my issues with the second guardians is that there was stuff that went on too long like for example drax telling uh mantis i could never see myself with you you're just ugly Ugh. he's throwing mm-hmm. that's an exa- it was not needed it I, was not needed it I, was one it i think that funny. was one i think james gunn was letting dave bautista think he was being good at acting and like Which, funny yeah and like you know the scene where he's like i'm standing still and you can't see me and he's like i see you putting the chip in your mouth but i'm doing it very slowly that was funny oh from infinity war yeah Again, that was, that was an example, but that, that was funny. That was the it took away from a scene. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, James, well, I think James Gunn directed this parts or I don't know. But anyway, with Peacemaker, there are too many instances of it's a good idea or something might have been funny. And instead of saying, hey, that's funny. Ha ha ha. Let's go on to the next. It stays with it way yeah. too long. And yeah. that really makes things that it, it makes like you said it just 
everything meanders. So like and we we like gave positive feedback on the Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, and you know it had the same problems. All the problems that the Suicide Squad has, Peacemaker has. They didn't they didn't yes. solve any of those. And then plus you add the overacting of John Cena, especially in the second episode when, uh, you know, he's he's in that apartment building after having sex with the butterfly woman who he essentially destroyed with his helmet at the end of the first episode, which was actually a really cool, like visual and everything like that. Um, how it like made the shield around him and then blew everybody up. Um, but. Yeah, and then the whole thing with um, when he gets back to his apartment and vigilantes outside the window and, and 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 you know peacemakers like you have your penis out, don't you? And he's like, I don't have my penis yeah, that's out. Another, like yeah. that went on for five minutes. Five and, minutes. Yeah, and, and and that's my by far my biggest issue with this is the lack of. It just seems like this was one of those where they wrote the script. And again, I don't know if some, how much of this is, you know, off the riff in the sense of, you know, just ad libbing. Cause I think some of it probably is, but there's, a, there's a good amount of stuff that could be on, that should be absolutely be on the cutting room floor. This is James Gunn's and biggest the, problem. Yes. It is not doing this. Like, like Slither. Slither is a fine movie, right? I got that right. Slither. Yes. Yeah. It's a fine movie. And for like a 90 minute movie, it's 10 minutes too long. <laughs> right? I mean, it really is. Guardians of the Galaxy is the tightest movie he ever made. 100%. Like, there is not a wasted beat in the first Guardians movie. Um, Guardians 2, different story. Um, right. But I, like, this is again, this is, it's just too, is it too much? It's a, you know, to to paraphrase Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder, you never go full James Gunn. <laughs> and what do you mean, you people? And what do you mean, you people? <laughs> I love that movie. Um, I, you know, honestly, I'm more interested in, uh, you know, um, Waller's daughter, um, and uh, the the Argus agent. Um, Amelia, just to kind of see what yeah. she's all about. Um, and then uh, John Economos, <laughs> who is uh, Steve Agee's character, who yeah. uh, he was in The Suicide Squad. He's, he's, you know, he's, he's funny. Oh, here. He reluctantly, the Agee reluctant, reluctantly dyed his beard when portraying the character in the Suicide Squad and was not happy to do so again for Peacemaker. What a baby. <laughs> Dude, you're a stand-up comic. Quit being a pussy. Um, yeah. And then I liked... And, uh, sorry, one last thing. I liked Robert Patrick. I did not like the Nazi thing. Okay, yes. So, to backtrack a little bit, I think all the characters work for me, for the most part. You know, again, they're individually and how they re interact with one another... You know, out of a 10, I would say I'd give it a seven, probably just their interactions, because I do like and I want to see more. I, I like the, the Mern guy. He's like, I, I've never uh, shared a feeling with anyone else. He's like, so you never seen, said you've been chilly before. Right. Like, Is that a feeling? <laughs> yeah. No, I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, I did. 
the Robert Patrick thing, I don't like at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like Robert Patrick. I like the tension between him and Chris. Yeah. But, you, you know, the whole, you know, grand dragon wizard thing. Why? Why? Be- because. <sighs> How do I say this? Oh, I know why. Um, but... Because people like James Gunn did not learn the lesson from their consequence culture. Let's just put it there. Um, and we'll continue to make the same virtue signally um, pandering mistakes. Yeah. Because I think that's a fair way so, to put it. Yeah. So this is the difference. Uh, 10, 12 years ago. Well, no, when was that? It was probably 2014. So we're rewatching Walking Dead and we're in season three now. And some of the stuff that like Merle says, like even Daryl in the beginning, I actually laugh at it because it does it again. First of all, it's a different circumstance into the world. So you have no idea, you know, a bunch of people here and there will show up, but it, it does. It wasn't in the sense of like this is it's more targeted again. That, that, that was seven, eight years ago. This yeah. feels, this feels more targeted in the sense of, doubling down on what people on his side of the aisle think of certain people. And it's a lack of create. First of all, it's, it's just playing not, a lack of creativity. I, I, I'm not willing to go that far. That is what the that far, like I'm not willing to go as far as it's that side of the aisle versus this side of the aisle. I think what it is, it's again, the, the the fundamental lack of understanding of what a hero and what a villain is. So I, I will stand by what I said, and this is the reason because m- multiple times read the tweets that these pe- that and when I say it's I'm not saying everyone, but many people in Hollywood have said that. And then you talk about G four, it's an example, and we'll probably go over that Friday in the podcast. Sunday, what uh, Adam's Sunday, yeah, what Adam Sessler said about Republicans, and again, I. It shouldn't be about that. It should be about yeah. I don't. Hey, you make a good story. I, I understand what you're saying. You, I don't think that's what's going on here. I just okay, think see, I, I, I think it's the okay. lack of creativity and the easy thing to do is to make the white hillbilly a Nazi. I think so that's I, okay. It. But we yeah. obviously well, have different I, I, experience. Yeah, we in life, on So that. you know, yeah. it, it's in. Well, I mean, it's not just that though. It's it's yeah. We I just think we just disagree on that. Yeah. Um, well. Partially, because I do agree in the sense of the lack of creativity. That's what I was saying. That's what I was following up with is the lack of creativity. And again, why? Who knows? Because James Gunn, again, he did Guardians of the Galaxy. He was behind. He did some of the stuff in Brightburn. I love both of those movies. Yeah. James Gunn is the creative guy. There's no doubt about that. He's not like some of these other, uh, and I'm going to go to comics, who... I don't think are creative. James Gunn has talent. 100%. Like, like 100%. I, that's the thing. Just because I might not like how somebody goes about something doesn't mean I can't say, hey, this guy has talent or this woman has talent. Mm-hmm. He absolutely has talent. And there's stuff I love of his, uh, stuff I don't like. So, right. But overall, like I said, I also like what I also like is the reveal of the whole butterfly thing. I liked how they used the first three episodes where we didn't know what the butterflies were. 
and you know because we're peacemakers to stand in from the audience right they didn't tell him and i like at the end of this third episode they they show us at least some of what the butterfly are we still don't have the definition but we have a visual of okay is this an alien parasite is this something the government did that's that's still open for debate is this star but i did yeah i did like how they i did like the beats of how that was finally revealed and I thought, I think, you know, using those first three episodes, which I think shows should start doing, streaming shows, just mm-hmm. have a nice little mini arc to introduce the characters, introduce the world, and then slowly introduce whatever that center line is going to be for the plot for the, you know, for that season. I, I really like how shows can, are able to do that, you know, in the streaming, in this streaming sure. world. 100%. Um. All right, so we're trying to stick to a time here. Yeah, first episode, oh, a whole new, uh, a whole new world—not world, but world. Like you whirl around. Um, this is obviously five months after we we kind of get reintroduced to everybody and everything, right? We we meet, um, you know, Chris's dad, August, Augie, uh, White Dragon, um. And and you know we, we we start to learn a few things. There's the scene with him and Harcourt in the bar, um, where the the dude comes up to her and tries to hit on her, and then immediately just calls her a lesbian. Yeah, that was really stupid. Uh, but then Peacemaker's trying to hit on her too, and it's like, okay, why? <laughs> so then he goes home with the <laughs> with the hair metal girl, the '80s hair. Yeah. yeah. That the hair was awesome. Um, and what, what did he call her? He, um, some like a metalhead, like hard body or something like that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of funny, but yeah. So you know, they they there's there's a pretty graphic sex scene. So don't let your kids watch it if if that's not okay with you. Um, well, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's the considering violence, all but, the f bombs that are thrown and the violence, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> but you know, people but do look some at people sex are differently. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I mean, that, uh, yeah. The other thing is we meet eagerly. Peacemakers. Eagly. Are you going to start getting eagly stuff like you did Baby Yoda or Grogu, as the case may be? Uh, I'm actually thinking about a tattoo on my neck of eagly. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, probably. Not. I mean, it's it's funny, hold, but it's just hold, hold on. I, ha- I have like a... I have something for you. How dare you? Anyway, no, I, I actually I know you didn't like that, but I, I actually I, I do like Eagly, even though it looks ridiculous, because, again, let's the, the whole have you ever had a hug with... from a bald eagle. No, nobody has. <laughs> it's stupid. Like, it, it's I don't know. It's just they're just so like, here's the thing is there's so there's just too much stupid. Like some yes. stupid is great. All stupid. There's a word for that. Do, do you know what that word is? <laughs> What's that word? It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Again, pull back, yeah. guys. All like, right. So then the second episode is Best Friends for Never. This is where we really meet um, Vigilante following him around and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, and, and yeah, it's just trying to escape from the aftermath of everything. And um, they change peacemakers fingerprints but instead of 
it being peacemaker, they pointed at his dad. So his dad gets arrested and goes to prison. Really stupid, right? Um, and then the whole target, the, actually the target practice thing with all the um, the appliances was pretty funny. Yeah, that was fine. So, yeah. um, but then uh, when Peacemaker is trying to escape the the apartment complex that you know he had sex in the night before, he essentially takes a couple hostage and is totally flirting with the lady, right? And then at the end, I don't remember if it's at the end or if it's the end credit scene. Um, she, they're back at her apartment, Peacemaker and Vigilante, and they've had a threesome. Yeah. So it was just kind of, I don't know. It, I don't know. It's just very weird um, the, the way they're, they're going about this. And, you know, and then the, um, the third episode is Better Golf Dead, where they're trying to kill uh, U.S. Senator Roland Goff, Goff G-O-F-F, Goff, who's suspected. Like Jared uh, Goff. Yes. Like who's a who's a suspected butterfly, as well as his wife and young children. And Peacemaker doesn't want to kill kids. That's that was that was interesting. Like I, that was the thing that I liked. Um, and when they called him on his on his bullshit about like he'd be willing to do anything for peace, and you know it's like they should have had the meatball meat uh, meatball meatloaf song. Like I thought you'd do anything, and then in the background just go, but I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again. These episodes, like they spent far too much time in the woods. There's no reason it had to happen overnight. And then when they get into the house, like it's Butterfly Central and they're not prepared. And the one dude, um, Clemson, uh, gets blown up, but like is miraculously unhurt. So that dude's plot armor is thick, like three C's thick. Uh, and then Judo Master, who kicks the crap out of everybody. I hated Judo Master, I thought it was dumb. Um, the only good thing yeah. that happened with Judo Master is he tried to steal a car and then uh, Economist uh, crashed into him with the with a truck and then beat him with a tire iron, like Robin, like yeah. Jason Todd style. <laughs> only didn't get. Yeah, I, I I was not a fan of the Judo Master either. I thought there were there were a couple scenes that were funny. Yeah, uh, but with with again, it, there are there there is good littered throughout each episode it's just too much filler or not i won't even say filler it's just too much interference in the sense of things that could need to be pared down or cut out completely because you're absolutely right this is a type of show that should have been 23 to 25 minutes mm -hmm. max yep 100 percent 100 percent 20 the i you know i'll give you 25 25 max for every episode would be fine yeah um cut these in half just about and you you're gonna be okay um so yeah so the next one is the chode less traveled so i mean it's just they're trying to do gross out humor um for yeah. everything and it just i don't know to me it doesn't necessarily work um, well, and it's not like I'm a prude. I have the darkest sense of humor of uh, anyone yeah, you both know. Both of us. So yeah, we both. Our humor is quite inappropriate at times. Oh, I mean, yeah. So what? What? I said something. I made a joke to Haley out there earlier, and uh, it was dark. And, and you know, Angel's like, "This is your 14 year old you're talking to." I'm like, "I know. She has a dark sense of humor. I've been cultivating this for 14 years." <laughs> So. But it's back, it's, speaking of that, one of my notes in the cons of this, as, as far as under the 
it's a sub bullet for lack of restraint, unnecessary inappropriateness. Yeah. It, it's just unnecessary. It's, mm-hmm. it's like the torture porn of some of the movies that are out there now, or, you know, with how the saw movies devolved into torture porn. Yeah. Hey, you're yeah, at the first a, couple you're saws. Your, you're fun. at your two minute warning. I'm going to cut. I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to add at a half hour. I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 that it's that level of needing a uh, needing guard not even guardrails needing boundaries just restraint it and, just needs a little bit of restraint yeah. to say hey you know just what this bit, is yeah. just too much this is too much this was a good thing now it's too much right um yes anyway all right uh so let's just lump these first three episodes together because it was kind of like a little movie. Uh, out out of ten partially severed toes, what do you give this? <laughs> I like that one. <sighs> With all of that said, and I give it a five. Uh, there there is good throughout, and I sound like I'm talking about Darth Vader or something. There's good within it. It's just too much noise, and if it would focus on that storyline and tone down of that that the overly in your face nature of the show which we know it won't, I think it could be saved to be get up to maybe a six, a 6.5. Really? But right now it's a five. And I think actually if it continues on this route, I could see myself dropping it down to a four, maybe a three and a half for the end of the season, for the total season. Sure. All right. So I'm at a four out of 10 just to be nice. Um, I'm going to watch the next episode because it's directed by Jody Hill. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I got to say. You've got ten seconds to go. <laughs> I really hope he gets better because uh, it's it's not a bad idea. It's just not good execution. Oh man, you were right at thirty minutes. I didn't I didn't have the balls to just end it without saying goodbye. <laughs> all right. On that note, thank you all for listening and putting up with us uh, in this very manic <laughs> bonus episode. Um, Daryl, any last words? No. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say something. I was 100% going to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is and wherever you're listening. And we will talk to you guys later. See you.